Hello from the ABA Annual Meeting 2018 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Stephanie Francis-Ward. And I am Nicole Vanderdoes. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you so much for joining us at On the Road. It's a pleasure to be here today. And Nicole, tell me a bit about yourself. I wanted to say first that you wrote the wonderful piece for the ABA Journal about sexual harassment in the federal judiciary, and you are an attorney. If you can tell me a bit about yourself. Yes, I've spent the last six and a half years working to help improve the courts and make them more accountable and better understood by the public and to protect judicial independence. Before that, I was a trial lawyer in Ohio. Relevant to this topic in particular is the article you mentioned that was published by the ABA Journal Online, which was entitled, The Judiciary Must Deal with Me Too and with What I Know. So based on your experience as a clerk and an attorney, if a young attorney came to you, who's a federal clerk right now, and said, Nicole, my judge is kind of making me feel uncomfortable, or maybe another judge in the circuit is making them uncomfortable, What advice would you have for them? Well, now I would tell them to check into what procedures have been set up because the federal courts have really taken action. They've created reporting mechanisms. They have created a variety of ways that clerks and other staff can report misconduct or just behavior that makes them feel uncomfortable so that it can be addressed and followed up with. This was not always the case. There were some procedures in place, but they've worked really hard over the past year or so to do that. Are you hearing from people in the judiciary or uh, staff attorneys or clerks perhaps about how their work is panning out and how meaningful it is? Is it a different place now? I think it's probably too soon to really ask or answer that question. I think that a lot of changes are happening in society, and I think that everyone is a little bit more aware, but it will probably take a while to really see how these changes are impacting workplace environments. Do you have any thoughts? I think sometimes it's hard if there's a situation that makes you feel uncomfortable, but you just don't want to say anything. And that issue of listening to your gut. And sometimes we push our gut down in sexual harassment situations. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's really important because I think that for a long time, women have told themselves, and this applies to me, we've told ourselves, he doesn't really mean it. He's just joking. He's like that with everyone. It's not that bad. Not to mention worrying that no one would believe us if we told, but... I think it's really important to identify behavior as being wrong and and address it as possible right away. And I think now it's actually a lot easier to do that than it would have been in the past because before, when no one was talking about this stuff openly, if you said to a man, if you say to a judge, if you say to a senior partner, you're making me a little uncomfortable, you're so afraid of how he's going to react. And now... You're still going to be afraid, but I think there is a much better chance that he will respond in a somewhat positive way. I am hearing from men, and you probably are too, sometimes I hear, you know, with all of this me too times up, I'm nervous and I just don't know how to act. 
I, you know, I think about things differently and thinking about things differently can be a wonderful thing. But in terms of I'm nervous, I don't know how to act. I'm hearing that some partners are not taking female associates out on the road with them. If they have a case out of town, maybe judges are not taking them to banquets as much or luncheons. If someone says that, you know, I just don't know how to act in light of me too, what do you tell them? Well, one thing is behavior that was appropriate before is still appropriate. And behavior that was inappropriate before is still inappropriate. So if you live your life with integrity and know what's right and what's wrong, that was true before and that's still true now. And also, if you are going to limit a woman's opportunities because of your fear, that opens you up to legal liability. And you ought to be very careful about that and look for ways to include a woman in a professional manner. It shouldn't be that hard. And last question. If listeners want to know where to find you on social media, where can they find you? The easiest way to find me would probably be to just search for my name, Nicole Vander Does. V-A-N-D-E-R-D-O-E-S. All right. And on that note, we have reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank you, Nicole, for joining us. And I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us an Apple podcast. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road of Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank <laughs> you.